This is Asasi Podcast, enabled by Asasi Radio. The following presentation was previously aired on Asasi Radio. So, let's welcome our guest, Divine Otu Agahom. Thank you. Greater Accra Regional Chairman of the New Patriotic Party. You're welcome to the show. Thank you, my brother. So, 20... Um, this is your second, your first term as the um, regional chairman. Yeah. Uh, but prior to that, you've been, uh, you're serving in your second term uh, on the council. Uh, I've been a national council member since 2009. Oh, okay. So then that's uh, multiple terms. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Now, the Greater Accra region has been seen as, you know, this, um, I don't know, the silver bullet. If you win Greater Accra, you're most likely uh, going to be in a comfortable lead, eventually winning. Um, but we will get to that in a moment. Let's get to know you as 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 a person uh, before your politics. Uh, was was it always politics for you? Did you want to do go into politics? Yeah, so thanks for having me. Good morning to your cherished listeners. Um, as I see radio, uh, I've been here before, but today is the first time I'm appearing on your show. Okay. Uh, I love the setup. Thank you. It's, it's good. Eh? I'm trying to speak like you do. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, my sister, I said, oh, should I have given me some orientation before now so I'll speak like <laughs> So that in a way there will be uniformity. Uh, your listeners who see me as uh, somebody who is used to your style. Uh, it's a niche that you've carved nicely for yourself and I want to say it's good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank um, you. I, yeah, I'm a business person. Um, I I am the owner of Kobe Group of companies. We uh, we are into water equipment. We also produce water. I do general construction. Okay. Um, I I am into farming. I have uh, AFM that's uh, African Food Market, uh, a company that is also registered in Vietnam. Okay. Yeah. So I have uh, a branch there. Um, I got into politics, frontline politics, 2006. Okay. Uh, when uh, from my constituency, Sege, the executives identified me as somebody who can help them, and so approached me and asked that I come and contest on the ticket of the New Patriotic Party. Um, I agreed and ran for the primaries in 2007. I won. The primaries marginally with a difference of one. Wow. Yes, and I became the party's parliamentary candidate. I contested in 2008, um, also 2012, and then 2016. It's very, very impressive showing. I'm mm -hmm. sure you have the records. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, along the line, I moved to the region to support because we're in the position. And you know, mobilizing resources to help the party in the position is quite a difficult one. And mm -hmm. so uh, those of us who are in business and think that we have the muzzle to, you know, hold the fort, we came together and then uh, decided to 
support the party at the region. So I contested and won as the regional affairs vice chair under mm -hmm. uh, the late uh, Ashite's first tenure. You know, he was the chairman for twice. Yeah. Yeah. So it was at that time that, uh, you see, I represent the Dangwe block and uh, strategically was selected to serve on the national council so they will have the representation there. Mm. And so I've been there uh, supporting the party at the region, supporting the party in all the Dangwe constituencies. And uh, um, by the grace of God, 2018, um, I contested to become the Greater Accra Regional Chair. And uh, I've been the chairman till now, as we speak. Uh, tenure is almost over and uh, availing myself to seek re-election. So basically, that, that's me. All right. Now, what is the role of uh, the regional chairman? Thank you so much. Um, you know, the party uh, is not written uh, constitution, though, but the party runs an executive chairmanship. What it means basically is that you, as the chair, uh, holds the... Um, the, in a way, the ownership role of the party in the region. Uh, what that means is that um, you provide the policy direction um, to sit in agreement with what the national party would want to do at every given time. Mm. Um, and uh, you, together with your executives, you know, decide on what must be done at a given at every given moment um, as you know the secretaries are the administrative you know heads of the party in every uh constituency and then also the the region and so they run the day-to-day -day affairs of the party but they take directions from the the chairman um it is also necessary that the chairman will be quite resourceful financially because, you know, it's a position that nobody pays you. Uh, however, you must provide the needed, you know, financial resources to be able to run the, the party. And so, therefore, that's it. Um, you also speak on behalf of the party in the region. You um, also settle, you know, disputes, um, you again leads in the identification of strategic candidates that will also help the party to win mm -hmm. because your overall objective is to help the party win uh, elections. Uh, so the uh, peaceful coexistence and the running of the party in the whole region in a way is your responsibility. So basically that's it, including uh, if you like, uh, bank ruling the party especially when we are in opposition so that, that's that's what that's, that's for now. generally i mean it's it's probably from what you've said it's safe to say that the fortunes of the party literally rest on the shoulders you, you, of, the, right. of, of the of the of the chairman right. uh, of the of the region um let's go back to when you assumed uh, this office um this was uh, in 2018. Um, the party has already won power by then. You've won the elections. You're, uh, you're starting, you know, so second year of uh, the, the administration. And at this time, 
um, you know, you, you, you assume office. Now, mind you, there had been quite some, you know, internal wranglings, even ahead of the election itself. Uh, and then, you know, some changes in the party, eventually you get elected. What was it like, say, in your first three months of being in office? What kind of adjustments did you need to make to be able to uh, manage the mantle well? Thank you so much. That's a very good question. Um, yes, it was quite a difficult process. We've, we've had, you know, uh, Congress after Congress. We've run elections. Um, arguably, we say that the 2018 regional elections here in Greater Accra um, is described by most pundits as the most fiercest. It was quite a difficult one. Uh, you are on, I believe you know. Mm. Um, however, by the grace of God, I emerged, you know, the winner as a regional chair. Um, uh, my duty right from there is to uh, try to unite the front of the party. Uh, you recall I won with a difference of seven. Mm -hmm. uh, what that means is that you, you, you're winning with such a small margin. Uh, about half of those who constituted the delegates at Congress did not support your bid. That's right. So how to win them over um, is your most immediate assignment because, as you know, it's a political party uh, that thrives on numbers. And so the need for you to have if not everybody uh, at all, most of you know, the party faithfuls to support the project. Again, after that, as a leader, you have a direction, you have a vision you want to pursue. Um, you contested, you campaign as, you know, an individual, but you're going to work with a team. Um, if you know, the party constitution uh, demands that we elect 10 officers and appoint seven. So you're going to preside over uh, 17 member executive, including yourself. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, you need to convince these others who have joined you to buy into your vision. That's quite a difficult thing um, because uh, most of them will also be having you know, their own ideas as to how the party must run and what we must do and all that. For example, when I assume office, the first thing I sought to do with my executives uh, is to convince them for us to protect the sitting members of parliament because mm. uh, um, I was driving quite an ambitious, you know, objective of winning 24 seats for the region. Uh, we were by then having 21 seats, if That's you recall. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, in my thinking, for us to do that, we first of all need to ring fence the seats that we have. And so, therefore, once we have them fully secure, then we can now focus on the three strategic, you know, consequences that... Uh, we we targeting. And as I said from the beginning, that's my vision. You need to get your executives to buy into this. And mm -hmm. it's quite difficult. Um, a very difficult thing to do. But uh, finally, we agreed to, to do this. Uh, difficult because, you see, politics, if you know, we operate 
within camps. So uh, this particular person will be coming from a particular camp, mm -hmm. this one from another. And now to be able to fuse all the thinking of these various units together is, is quite a big challenge. Uh, sometimes, to, as I'm here, um, you have your supporters, uh, some of whom are in key influential positions who would want things to go a certain way. So continuously, they are in touch with you, making sure that it is done the way you agreed. Uh, similarly, your colleagues on the executives are also coming from various units who also have their thinking and would want their, in a way, their representation on the executive to also ensure that what they they also want to happen happens. Okay. You know, so you have to constantly be, you know, managing all this. But as I said, eventually we agree to push that agenda of protecting our members of parliament, uh, 21 then, so that we can together go for additional three. Now, to be able to protect you as a member of parliament, a city member of parliament, it means that you must yourself also play some role mm. incorporating with us to be able to do this. And as you know, um, going to parliament, the person has already gone through the mill, his campaign and all that one. And so uh, oftentimes uh, members are tempted, if I should be permitted to say so, to kind of, you know, because they already know it, they've been there. But what oftentimes is lost on us is that the dynamics of yesterday when you were contesting will be different from today. That's why we work with, you know, research. Mm. So if the research is saying that this is the direction we must go, and that is not the journey you traveled previously, sometimes it's difficult to convince them, especially when they are already there. So at the end of the day, we were unable to get the kind of cooperation we were expecting from uh, our candidates. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, some other, you know, uh, events. For example, having the elections on uh, a holiday mm -hmm. affected us here in Greater in some of the constituencies. We talk about a constituency like Ablikuma Central, where we have Abosokan, you know, most of the traders there are our people. You know, so uh, having the day as a holiday and... Uh, Meant that, that people matter. would not be exactly. You know, it's a commercial. Be, it's a commercial exactly. enclave. Exactly, and most of the people there are, you know, pro MPP traders there. So, uh, well, we 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 just couldn't, you know, harness the very best of our forces to go into battle, and we are here again. If you recall, uh, the time when we had our primaries, mm -hmm. usually. Going through primaries, you know, brings about cracks within our front. Mm -hmm. And so oftentimes you need time to be able to heal our differences so that we will come together. And, you know, what COVID did to us, NDC did their primaries way, way, way ahead. We couldn't. The moment we finished our primaries, we went yeah. into registration. Mm -hmm. You know, so we were busy, 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 busy. Then we got into the election. So, well... Uh, it so happens that at the end of the day, we couldn't achieve what we set out to. And we've learned our lessons from there, you know, uh, re-strategizing so that if by the grace of God you have the opportunity again, you know clearly what went wrong mm. and how to, you know, make the necessary, you know, 
uh, remedies. So that's you know, what we are. It's quite interesting. If you look back at the records from 2000, um, you know, actually, if you look at 1996, uh, when, because we all remember that in 92, uh, the NPP boycotted parliament. Um, in 96, so let's say zero to nine seats in the Greater Accra region in 96. At the time, there were 26, uh, tw 22 seats exactly. uh, available uh, or at stake. Uh, that improved in 2000 to 15. Uh, then it grew again by one seat to uh, 16 in 2004. Uh, come the 2008 election, which saw um, then candidate uh, John Evans Atamils, uh, may he rest in peace, uh, coming into office, um, the NPP had nine seats by the end of, of that count. That count went up to 14 in 2012. At this point, the numbers had increased from 22 to 27 to now 34. Um, and then in 2016, the numbers went up to 21, uh, which is the highest uh, that the uh, MPP has had in this fourth uh, Republican dispensation. 2014, you had a vision of increasing the number of 21 to 24. Oh, you mean 2020? Sorry, 2020. So at 2016, you had, you had 21. Yeah. But you were aiming to get to 24. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the numbers dropped. You ended up at 14. Now, if I hear you correctly, the inability to uh, have your you know, primaries and also bring people together to understand and you know, rally behind the singular vision costed you some of these seats. Um, if you agree that the fortunes of the party rest on the shoulders of the chairman in the in, in the region um would you say that these factors you enumerated were things that were within your uh purview to make happen and you couldn't all right so thank you um i understand your question quite well um i also said that for example we um we were compelled to uh, hold our primaries. A lot later. Much, much later, mm -hmm. you know, as against that of our main opponents mm -hmm. that did their primaries almost a year prior to the general elections. We did ours just some few weeks. Mm -hmm. We started the registration and immediately after the registration, we moved into the general uh, election mm -hmm. you know, process. And so we had no time enough to heal our front. This is something that you know, uh, you as a leader will only have to manage because you, 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 you had no control over this process because the timing, you know, as it is, COVID created a situation that we had to manage mm. ourselves. I mean, uh, we also declared the election day as a holiday. Mm -hmm. This is also beyond you as Your a regional. This, okay. you know, government decision, and you don't have any uh, influence. Um, immediately but at, the after time, the, at the time, your, the government in administration uh, is on an MPP ticket. Could you not 
have cited this as a, a potential threat to your ambition of not only retaining your 21, but increasing it to 24 seats? Well, uh, the government is made up of human beings like you and I, <laughs> and sometimes we all make mistakes. Um, I will be looking at it from my you know, personal view as a chairman of the region. It, that situation affected me here in Greater Accra. I don't think it affected others too. Okay. So I'm looking at it from my perspective. And how you it know, The government mm. will be looking at, you know, the general good of the whole 16 uh, regions, not you. And their decisions will not be informed by what will benefit us politically. They are looking at the broader view of managing the economy in a way that, you know, we're in a difficult situation and we need to find a way of, you know, navigating through it. Mm -hmm. So it will not be a decision just to give us political advantage. That would be unfair. That would be too selfish. So okay. I think that under the circumstance, we, we just have to manage with um, whatever happened and be able to uh, pick our pieces. And again, as I said earlier, because we are human beings, we make mistakes. And uh, um, I want to believe that if we have the opportunity again to choose a date for our uh, primaries, uh, we'll choose a date earlier than what happened the last time. Of course, we are not expecting that there will be COVID again that will give us those challenges, but um, that, that, that's, that's it. Beyond these things, what would you say is one of the key lessons that you're taking into um, this year's uh, running to the selection of the um, officers, including your position, which is uh, the chairman of the uh, region? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, as I said earlier, there is a need for you to mobilize as many hands as you can to support you, not to, not only to win, but to support you during your tenure. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's a political party and uh, it's for every member of the party and you need to really win them over in a way that they will give off their best. That was a challenge during my first administration mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. Uh, now, even before I came here, uh, before I you know, rushed to your studio this morning, I had a meeting with uh, a section of the senior members of the party. They moved to me themselves uh, to pledge their support. And I made this clear that it's not the support to win the elections alone that I need, but the support to manage the party after the election. Election. So to me, that is one key, you know, thing that was no element that was not there in my first, you know, turn. And I'm seeing it promising availability this time. Mm. Um, again, I am fortunate to have a, a regional minister uh, who is, you know, uh, supporting us manage the party and the region. Mm -hmm. The first uh, term was not like that at all. Um, and the way things are going now, my conviction is that if we are able to keep it like that for the next, you know, four years, definitely the narrative is going to be much, much, much different, you know, positively. Um, you can see since he assumed office as a regional minister, uh, because we are working together, almost every you know, challenge that we face, we are able to surmount it beautifully. 
talk about when we were running for when we were looking for the regional representation on the council of states mm -hmm. the last time the one that the party supported failed and somebody else won this time with that collaboration between the regional minister and the regional uh, chairman okay that's the regional coordinating council and the regional party we had a hundred percent you know uh, vote for the one the party supported then after his excellency the president's nomination of the various mmdc's mm -hmm. you see what happened in greater Accra. almost 100 percent endorsement 100 percent endorsement except for a few areas where you know he himself was not even available on two occasions i went there myself and were able to you know, score hundred percent endorsement of His Excellency the President's uh, nominee. So yeah. that partnership, okay, is already producing results, and I pray that you know he's maintained there. And I go through these elections also, so we'll be able to hold our hands together and be able to deliver the region. It's key. Earlier, you made a statement which is true that if you analyze the political results since. 20, uh, since uh, 1996, mm -hmm. any party that wins the region wins the general election, except for 2020. 2020. You see, that's what I'm telling you. The situation in Great Accra is so artificial. Uh, what happened in 2020 elections? Because uh, NDC won 20 seats and we had uh, 14. Yeah. Yet we won the general election. That's what I'm saying. That what happened was not the real uh, picture. Uh, circumstances worked against us. And so we had results that does not really reflect the thinking of the Ghanaian voter, mm -hmm. you know, at the general uh, poll. So NDC should not be thinking that. <laughs> They are, as I sit here are you confident you, that you can grow the 14? That, as I sit before <laughs> you, my brother, I am a wounded lion. <laughs> you know, everybody is blaming what happened on my head. and uh, The loss of the seven seats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the leader. Whether it's your fault or not. How your does fault, it make you feel? I take responsibility for it. And I take uh, responsibility because, you see, for example, um, there are some of the constituencies where I saw, it, in fact, with the exception of Okankwe North. Mm -hmm. Almost all the constituencies, our analysis shows that we're going to have problems here. So we moved in to engage the parliamentary candidates, telling them that this is the situation. This is what we're going to do. But as I said, these individuals were members of parliament before my election. And before my election, if you recall, the parliamentary caucus in the region openly declared their support against me. I made the winner. And so getting them to, you know, was quite a difficult thing. But at that point, time, did, did, I'm sure there's somewhere in those engagements you'd have said to them, guys, we need to work together, otherwise there will be casualties. And, and why would anybody, you know, uh, choose to not listen to something like that? Well, uh, let me just say that if what you are saying now had been the case, we wouldn't have been where we are now. So, yes, um, we have uh, a new beginning. We have a new opportunity. And uh, with the wealth of experience that I have gained over the four years, uh, and the fact that I had to endure these constant, you know, 
blows, uh, people attacking you. Now the campaign of my opponent is, yes, you lost seats, you did this, and um, you can imagine how it feels. I'm just praying that by the grace of God, I will go through and also get executives that will support me. I, I hope you understand yeah. that one. Get executives that will support the vision. And with the kind of feeling in me as I sit here, if you before you even become a candidate, is 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 and you become the candidate and I will say we are going here and you say you will not go. I think the party gives me that authority to decide whether uh, your name will go to electoral commission or not. So, uh, so, so you're I'm, not you going to brother, allow no, that no, to happen. You come, you, it's you see whatever happens. I I I think to us as Christians is good, because as I sit here, the kind of mentality that I have, I I I I I am very very confident that the new patriotic party can break the eight. It is the greater constitution that gives me that assurance because there are seats that we lost that we shouldn't have lost. Three of them: Tema East, Abukuma Central, Okanke North. These are seats that we shouldn't have lost. And so you think you're going to get know, them back? With a little bit of fine-tuning here and there, we'll get those seeds back. Then the real battle will start. And because I presided over the region in the past four years, and if you really know my record, you know that when it comes to winning elections, um, I am not deficient in ideas. Uh, I know the seats that we can get in addition to you know, the 17. When I say the 17, I hope you understand. Yeah, the, you're currently, now. you are 21 uh, down to get 14, the get three the three. That, uh-huh. Then, the real battle starts from there because that is the middle line. Yeah. We won one of the constituencies, you know, when we are talking, we've forgotten that the Amasama constituency was not traditionally our constituency. That's true. I had the fullest of cooperation from the gentleman who was a candidate then, Honorable Afrifa. Mm-hmm. Extremely submissive very, very, if I should be forgiven to use the word obedient, tell him, he will come with you. Let's go here. You know, and we want a constituency that in the history of the party we've never been able to win. That- Thank you for listening to Assassi Podcast. Follow Assassi Radio on Twitter at Assassi Radio 995 or share your feedback via feedback at assassiradio.com.